The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Jordan Cooney. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Jordan Cooney from Previsible, and today we're going to hear about chat engine optimization and chatbot revenue. Joining me today is Nick Martin, who is the co-founder of Direct, which is the first AI chatbot platform built exclusively for publishers. Adopted by leading media companies like ESPN, Wired, and Cosmopolitan, Direct boosts engagement and unlocks new revenue streams. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Today... Nick and I are going to discuss chat engine optimization and the evolution in SEO. Okay, here's my conversation with Nick Martin, the co-founder of Direct. Nick, welcome to the Voice of the Search podcast. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited. I think today is going to be a little unique than a lot of our other guests, which is we're going to be learning some new things. We're going to be learning about kind of where chatbots are at, how AI is evolving in the SEO space. These are not topics that we typically are covering every single week here, but this is something that's so critical, especially as we start the year off for our listeners to learn and, and understand. So just as we kick off here, Nick, can you tell us a little bit about Direct, what the company does, and how you guys support your customers? So Direct is a chatbot publishing platform. And what that means is we help media companies create basically their brand's version of ChatGPT 
which they can use to grow their audience and grow their revenue. And so that could be chat experience that is distributed inside of a text messaging app. It could be as part of their social media experience where you DM with the brand, or it could live on their website. So when you visit a content publisher site, you can actually have a back and forth conversation with them in real time, which helps the publisher increase engagement, increase time on site, grow their audience, and ultimately grow their revenue by driving incremental advertising on site and through the chatbot itself. And so that's direct in a nutshell. We help publishers build, grow, and monetize chatbots, really built on this belief that the internet increasingly is moving to a chat-first reality where consumers are primarily engaging with content through these conversational interfaces, whether that be ChatGPT, what Google is doing with Bard, or with branded chatbots from the leading media brands in the world. You know, I'm kind of curious, before we get too heavy into our topic for today, you know, how does this help companies develop revenue? I think, you know, a lot of our listeners are probably very familiar with chatbots, right? They've either used them either in a support function or, or some other way to get some utility out of a website or a service that they're using. But I'm kind of curious how you translate that into revenue for some of these brands. Yeah, it's a great question. So in our world for content publishers, like it's primarily around advertising because that's the core of the, the business model inside of media organizations today. And so you're chatting with a bot and as you're having a conversation, it can leverage the actual messages you're sending to pick up on intent, kind of the way search works for search engines. But now that becomes distributed for anybody that's able to have a conversation with the user. And so if you were asking a fashion outlet for outfit recommendations, right? They could one, serve you relevant apparel that you might be interested in, but maybe they would clarify the request. And so Jordan, you might say, hey, what's a good outfit to wear to a beach party in the summer? And the bot could send you a shirt, a pair of pants and a pair of sandals. And you might go, you know, I'm not really a sandals guy, right? You can actually have that back and forth with a chat bot. Like that's what's unique about the interface. And that's an opportunity for that, in this case, media brand to say, okay, well, let us recommend you a pair of shoes. And those shoes happen to be an advertisement from Kenneth Cole, where that type of explicit request that says, I'm interested in buying a pair of shoes was previously limited to really just search engines. Now for any content creator, those types of experiences have really been unlocked because of generative AI. So that's on like the media side, right? Driving a more relevant personalized engagement and pulling in a better advertising experience in a privacy oriented way. On the traditional brand side, if you're like a marketer, we think like all the traditional ways you make money today are just going to pour into this new way that users are engaging. And so the phrase conversational commerce has been a buzzword for a few years now. That's something that's increasingly looking more and more impactful. There's data that suggests 40% of advertisers on Meta have actually pointed at a chatbot as the destination of their ad campaign. So you run an ad on Facebook and instead of clicking on the ad and going to the brand's website, it actually starts a conversation with the brand's chatbot inside of Messenger or WhatsApp or Instagram DMs. And so 40% of advertisers on Meta have tested that. What's most interesting is that of those 40%, half, so 20% of all advertisers, now exclusively are promoting chatbots in their ad campaigns, meaning they've abandoned driving people to landing pages, instead trying to drive them into a conversational experience. And the only reason advertisers are going to do that is because they're getting a better ROAS. They're getting better conversions when they're able to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with all these users at scale and deliver a more relevant personalized experience. And so driving actual transactions, actual commerce through conversations is something that we believe in tremendously as a long-term trend. And then we think those two things will converge where if you're a food blog and you have a chatbot that helps people build recipes 
And then there's a CPG brand that creates cookie dough and they have a chatbot about the best ways to use the cookie dough. Well, naturally that cookie dough brand might start advertising their chatbot in the food blogs conversations and really creating this endemic bot to bot relationship. No different than how everything else works, the way the web has worked, the way mobile apps has worked, games is a good example here as well, but just with a new experience, a new way people are engaging with content online. No, I love that, Nick. And I think that's a great setting for not only our conversations today, but also this evolution in terms of how consumers are leveraging the web, right? That it's no longer this two-dimensional experience like traditional text-based search has been, which is I put in keywords, you give me a list of results, but it's more of this conversational refinement of a user's needs and desires to help them identify what they actually want and are looking for. So I think this is a great topic for our listeners. Curious to get your point of view on where the intersection is between chat engines, chatbot technology, and SEO. Less so about the optimization, but more about like how these two worlds are colliding. So at the high level, like we just think that consumers are increasingly turning to chatbots to find information. Now, in terms of scale, our best data suggests that we're at a run rate of about 240 billion minutes a year being spent with what I'll call mainstream chatbots that in some instances are performing search functions. So think of ChatGPT, and for an audience that maybe doesn't spend all their time nerding out about this like I would, others like Perplexity or U.com or Claude, and now what Google is doing with Bard and what Microsoft does with Bing. And so those mainstream chatbots, if you will, are already getting tremendous scale in terms of time spent and the ways people are engaging with them. And that will eat away at some share of search, right? Because people are using those in some cases to do search. And then there's the core search engines, right? Google and, you know, to a lesser extent, but certainly still there, Microsoft and the rest of kind of the long tail we think will follow suit that are reinventing their core search experiences to be built around first generative AI in the case of Google, we think ultimately a conversational experience. And so this is what Microsoft is doing today with Bing Chat, where you can really perform a full search experience in a back and forth conversational way. We see what Google's doing with SGE. Obviously, that's meant to increase quite significantly this year. We also see what they're doing with Bard. It seems likely those things will converge. And so putting that all together, you have this consumer trend of people spending more time with these generative chatbots. And it seems that that's really forcing the hand of the major search engines to adapt their core user experience to meet the development of how users want to search. It doesn't seem likely, outsider's perspective, right, that Google would go out of their way to do SGE if they didn't have to. The core technology underpinning the breakthroughs of language models came out of Google, right? They had it. They had the transformer, which underpinned the breakthroughs in language models a few years ago. There's a reason that they didn't rush it out. There's a couple of reasons, but you could, again, high level, look at it and go, on paper, it doesn't actually look like it's the best thing for their business from a revenue perspective to move into this kind of zero-click search world where we're just delivering the user the answer up front, which is what SGE is currently kind of designed to do. And so if you think through kind of next steps and SGE does end up rolling out, it seems quite logical that what would be in a search engine's best interest is not just, Jordan, to give you the one answer and let that be the end of our session, the end of your search, the end of the journey, because they have less ad inventory in that world than they had in the world prior, right? But if they're forced there by the consumer, they're forced there by the consumer. And so one of the things that I think could happen is the search engines will be incentivized to take that 
zero click search experience that give you the answer right away up front and try to turn it into a two-way conversation, right? Because if I get you chatting back and forth with me, I'm just unlocking more ad inventory, right? And so, yes, I might have to meet the consumer's needs and just give you the answer today exactly as it is, but that might evolve into a place where those answers are being written, designed, edited, strategically created to try to incentivize a follow-on question, a rabbit hole, a way to keep the user engaging with me as the search engine so I can unlock more commercial opportunity. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. It's really a special time for us in kind of the digital marketing landscape because not only is this a transformative set of technology, but it is a new way that in by which consumers will be exploring their options. And I think that's the interesting piece here where whether it be chat technologies or large language models or the way that, that these technologies leverage generative AI, their utility is only going to be determined by how effective they are at giving consumers options and choice is my belief, right? I've seen Google over the years go through these ups and down phases, right? Whether they put in more ads, they take away ads, they introduce new verticalized ads in travel or in shopping. And as they make these changes, they're constantly debating over the battle of organic versus paid or 50 ads versus five ads versus carousels. And so like the reality here is, is that choice is the key component that consumers want, right? They want to be able to control their destiny or at least have the perception that they're controlling their destiny. And to your point, if the chatbot is only giving you one response at a time, there's no choice in that, right? Unless you deliberately as a consumer are consistently pushing the chatbot to refine, which isn't a particularly useful or productive experience to say the least. So when it comes to SEO and, and how organic search plays out, right? There's a lot of different strategies that we utilize. We do content marketing, we, we refine or, or improve the navigation, the experience of our sites. And in this organic world, as opposed to the paid world, we have a lot less control over our destiny, right? We don't tell Google, we don't dictate the terms, we abide by the guidelines. Looking at this chatbot world, 
right? And using the data or using the insights that we can gather through the existing platforms, like you mentioned before, whether it be OpenAI, you know, in the Claude and in the hundred other versions and, you know, piggybackers that are coming out in this space, whether it's using those or using something that's more in-house, say an enterprise leveraging their own chatbot data and insights, how can we as SEOs and content marketers look at this data, look at these resources and new tools to improve our reach to consumers? It's a great question. It's something we're obviously incredibly passionate about. I think step one is create your own chat experience, right? So it's really difficult to predict where the world is going. Things are moving faster than they ever have, and they were already moving fast before that. And so trying to pinpoint exactly how a chatbot is going to determine what content or what brand to recommend to a user in any given conversation, whether that's in a true search experience like Google or whether that's in just a pure play chatbot experience like ChatGPT, that's an unknown, right? But what is certainly going to be the case is that if you create your own chat experience, you're going to have a much better understanding of what type of content and how to structure your content, how to write your content resonates with the end user. And at the end of the day, no different than the way you optimize your websites today for SEO, making sure you have high quality content that's unique, that's differentiated, and all the different things that you and your audience know so well, there's going to be similar best practices and similar playbooks that emerge in chat. And the best way to start understanding what those look like is to make sure you're actively a practitioner of creating chat experiences. The analogy I would draw here is like, if it was the year 2000 and search engines were really starting to take off, and you just had a magazine or a newspaper, and you weren't digital yet, you would have been much better served to start the website in 2000, even if you didn't know how to get it to rank, because by writing online, you would have started to learn about the consumer behavior. And as SEO became a more widely understood practice, you would have been better positioned to be an early winner, as opposed to sitting back and waiting until, and I don't know where you would say it's where the maturity came in, whether it's 2005 or eight or 11 or 13, and going, oh, now I'm gonna try to win at SEO where it's already competitive, you're starting flat-footed. And so at the simplest level, I think the best thing you can do is in earnest, really make an effort to understand how do you create a compelling chat experience? And then as a consumer, play with the actual chatbots that are out there and understand, well, what do I want? How am I asking for it? What makes a good response for me? Because ultimately, the one thing that I think is good about search and content marketing and chatbots is like, everybody is still just trying to reach the same end user. And at some level, there's an alignment of incentives to deliver the best thing possible to that user. And so the magic of figuring out the right way to create that, I think, is still to be determined. But the best way to be figuring it out and to position yourself as those things become more obvious is to create things yourself in the chat ecosystem. 100% with you. I mean, one of the coolest things I've seen in the past year, past year being both 2023 and 2024, as we record here in early 2024, is the utility of chatbots or chat ecosystems to elicit information from really important internal teams. So think of a customer support team who you're constantly asking for great insights and information to create content to reach more consumers through organic search. Now you can just go into a chatbot experience and refine the responses that that customer support team is giving you and probably collect a lot more information quicker than interviewing one person at a time, which is just simply not scalable. That's just one example for, for internal teams. Obviously, 
getting the information directly from our consumers and utilizing this technology in our core web experiences, that's going to be the holy grail, I think, of the data and insights that our listeners and, and, and honestly, anyone who wants to leverage this technology would, would benefit from. You know, it also, again, seems likely that as consumers increasingly engage with these chatbots, and one thing that's unique just quickly on chatbots is like, it's relatively age agnostic. It's quite a like democratized experience in the sense that I remember when Snapchat came out and I showed it to my parents and my grandma, they had no idea how to use it. And I was like, what do you mean? You already use the camera on your iPhone. Like you sh it's the same thing. And they never opened an app that opened to the camera to this day, like completely breaks their brain. And that makes sense because it is a unique interface, a unique experience. Chatbots are the exact opposite. Chatbots, because it's natural language, because it's fundamentally like texting, everybody knows how to do it. You can give ChatGPT to a grandma or a child and they will immediately understand how to use it. It's super intuitive. And that's one of the really powerful, magical things about it. I think it's one, not the only, but one of many reasons they're scaling so quickly. And as that scale continues to proliferate, it again seems likely that if you're a, a chatbot, if you're ChatGPT, right, you're probably going to be more incentivized to recommend another chatbot to a user than recommend a traditional website because it's endemic. It's the way the user is already engaging. It's proving to be more engaging than a one-way web experience. And so not only will you learn from having your own chat experience, but we think there's a non-zero chance that the primary recommendations from bots are other bots, not just the websites of years past. Now that's not gonna happen tomorrow, but we're on a trajectory where that might become the reality and it's, it could happen quicker than we think. And so to your point on internal teams using things, just more reasons why actually being a practitioner, putting your, your hands on the wheel and, and trying to understand how these things work, I think best positions you for where the world's going, whether that's in six months or six years. Right. No, that's great insight. Really useful for our listeners to unpack this new set of insight and utility within within chatbots. So as we kind of look at the future here of leveraging this tool and this data for SEO, what kind of advice do you have or key strategies would you recommend to content marketers, SEOs, maybe even paid search marketers. Many of our listeners kind of dabble in both sides, that advertiser side. What kind of uh, advice and key strategies would you, would you give them in order to improve their marketing initiatives in the coming year? I think one thing, just to not be redundant, that's maybe a mild departure from the previous comment about building your own chatbot is distributing that chatbot widely. So, First thing I think everyone should do is create your own experience so you can understand how your audience engages with it, whether you're a brand, whether you're a marketer at a brand, whether you're a content creator. I think the second thing that's worth doing, no different than it'd be difficult if you spent 10 years getting really good at creating content for Facebook to then figure out how to make it work on TikTok, right? So ignoring like the reels distribution in Facebook today, like if you were a Facebook marketer and you just marketed on Facebook from 2008 to 2020, and then you tried to figure out TikTok, it's a big gap. It's actually quite different. And so the point there is not all social media is created equal and each distribution channel has some level of like a contextual way to communicate with an audience. And so in the world of chat, what I think is worth looking into is one, emerging platforms where people are intentionally going to have conversations. So an example that your audience might not be familiar with is a platform called Poe, P-O-E, comes from the company Quora. 
Poe is uh, the browser for chatbots. I think of it as like a YouTube of chatbots. It is a destination that gets 70 million visits a month already where people are going specifically to find chatbots they can have conversations with. Put your brand there, right? Because you're also going to understand how the power users of today are engaging with chatbots, not just your existing audience. So get in front of a new audience, but get in front of an audience that is specifically passionate about using these conversational interfaces, because that hardcore user is a really good signal for what might become mainstream and might become more common as things mature. And then across everywhere else, there's incredible opportunities, whether it's creating a chat experience on Instagram so you can DM with your followers. Like that's a great way not only to improve the marketing executions you have on Instagram by increasing your engagement, increasing the intimacy with your followers, but again, learning how people want to have conversations in that environment. It's going to become quite fragmented in, in my opinion. I, I think there's just too many surfaces where audiences already are today. And now there's so many more bubbling up that to the extent you have the resource, the time to invest in these capabilities and build them out for your brands, leverage them to the full extent by distributing them wherever people are having conversations. Because I'll give you a, another example. There's a chatbot called Pi, P-I, that comes from Inflection, which is backed by Reid Hoffman, who founded LinkedIn. And Pi is a great experience and is actually already quite distributed. You can chat with Pi in WhatsApp. You can chat with Pi in Instagram. You can chat with Pi over SMS. If Bard from Google becomes that, you chat with Bard in iMessage or in Google Messages, well, then a ton of search activity is going to move into that environment off of mobile browser and into the messaging app where 9% of time is already spent today is inside these messaging apps. And so figuring out how do I get my brand in that environment today so I understand how consumers want to interact in that context now, again, I think helps you future-proof the business for where the world seems to be going. Love it. And I think that's a great place for us to wrap up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thank you to Nick Martin, the co-founder of Direct, for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Nick and I are going to discuss unlocking revenue with chatbots. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Nick, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes or visit his company website, direct.ai, D-I-R-E-Q-T dot A-I. Okay, thanks to Jordan Cooney, the founder of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney, that's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. 
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Thank you.